Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! yeah. My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 311 for Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? I'm not sure if my uh, phonics software has cleared out the background noise, but I am driving to Toronto right now. And since I've gotten myself behind on episodes again, I thought I would just see if I could get some recorded while I'm on the road. I am wearing a lav mic for anyone who is uh, worried that I'm like, what is he holding a mic while driving? No, I have a clipped mic to my chest and hopefully it's doing a decent job of recording. I won't know until I get home and uh, and hopefully recorded, you know, two to three episodes. And uh, that'd be really interesting to find out, you know, get home and you're like, oh, I spoke for three and a half hours and uh, all of it's unusable. That would be shitty. What is the One Man Podcast, in case it is your first time listening? Uh, it is me, comedian, earthling, brand ambassador, uh, Josh Williams, letting you know what's going on with me personally, professionally, everything in between, anything I want to talk about. And uh, I think this week, this last week, um, I uh, a lot of stuff has gone on, gang, and um, I honestly don't know exactly how much of it I can share with you right now because it doesn't just affect me. But it is one of the toughest weeks um, just to wrap your head around. Um, and uh, like even even if I was like, you know, if, if all parties involved were, you know, happy to talk about it, I'd still be like, yeah, I just don't know what we would want. Oh, Josh, you're alluding to so much, but you won't just come out and say, it. yeah, I really don't think I can. Um, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll find out later and I'll let you know, maybe next week I can talk about it a little bit, but just know that a lot of moving parts, um, uh, maybe there was even a hint in that sentence. Huh? Huh? Josh, you have any parts removed? Ah, there you go, guys. Uh, cats out of the bag. No. Um, so this, this episode, you know, as I've said before, might be shorter. And then I end up doing like an hour and a half without even expecting it. Um, it might be shorter just because all of the things I've been doing, I can't really chat much about. I I am uh, purging a lot of my personal items. Um, I've had stuff for a long time that I've been looking to get rid of. Um, I know. Whoa, here comes the first yawn of the episode, only two minutes in. And you know what's kind of cool, guys, is that the recorder, I can't really see. Uh, the recorder has no um, timer on it. So I can't even see how long the episode is. So again, I can't assume that I've done enough time, but my watch on my wrist says one o'clock. So I'm going to go off of that. See how long we can make this episode. Um, yeah, I've been purging items lately. Just, uh, I've got a ton of stuff 
that I don't use and just hanging on to it for no reason clutters up my space and it slowly depreciates the item itself. So um, I was at Crystal's and we were putting up a bunch of board games for sale that we had. And uh, that I spent like a good portion of the day on Sunday just taking pictures of stuff. You know what I mean? Make it presentable for sale. A lot of people will just kind of throw something on a table and take a picture at it and of it. And it looks like shit. And especially when it's items that, you know, are plentiful enough that multiple people would be selling them. Um, you really want to make yours the one that looks nicer and, you know, the one that everybody wants to get. That's my, uh, you know, you're marketing the item. Why not make it marketable? Um, so yeah, I took pictures of board games. We had a, a picture print on there. We had a, uh, a little coffee table. I myself am selling a, uh, portable diffuser. Uh, in case you like, you know, I, I received this one as a gift from the lovely Jenna, who was the uh, store manager of Sage in my hometown of Ottawa. And uh, yeah, she gave it to me a while back. Just I was saying I was interested in getting one. They didn't carry them anymore. She's like, yeah, here, take our demo model. You can borrow that one. I was like, that's amazing. And Jenna gave that to me. Come on. I haven't yawned once on this trip and I've already been driving for a few hours and all of a sudden, as soon, I, something about sticking a microphone in my face makes me yawn. I guess I bore myself. <laughs> But uh, yeah, when I went on the hometown hockey tour, Jenna's like, here, take this with you and you'll be able to, you know, use a diffuser in the hotel room. It was amazing. Designed originally for cars, you plug it in to the USB in your car and you can just literally plop this thing in a cup holder and just make your car smell nice. I probably should have brought it with me today. Uh, You know, not that the car smells bad, but it's just a nice little Zen thing. But I'm already yawning, right? So how much do I need to keep myself awake? I'm selling a uh, square reader terminal for an iPad. So you plug your iPad into it. Then it looks like a little sort of cash register where you got your screen and then you swipe the card. So that I've had that for years and, uh, and almost never ended up using it. The, uh, the cell signal in absolute comedy is so bad that, you know, you plug your iPad into it and you need to, the iPad that I had was not cellular. So I'd have to hotspot it to my phone and the phone would be struggling to get a connection. So it's like the original source can't get a connection. Then you're hotspotting. It can't get a connection. And I just found it was slowing things down. Whereas like if I just swiped it directly into the phone with one of those adapters, uh, it would work faster. And, and same thing with uh, the, the, the square pads that I have now that will take, oh my God, debit and fuck sakes. I hope you're listening to this before bed and you want to pass out guys. That's what I got for you. Apparently I even had like a artillery shell sized coffee today and an Adderall. So no idea what's going on. I think it's just the universe going, you know what, Josh, I don't give a fuck how much you have to say or how much energy you have, you are falling asleep during your podcast. Um, so yeah, the terminals, I, I now have the tap pads because you can plug debit, you can do chipped cards that'll take debit and credit. You can tap. It's just a faster system when doing that. And at the end, when you have a lineup after a show, you don't want to be fricking around with connections and swiping cards and stuff. So getting rid of this terminal, great use. You can use it at a, you know, garage sales, farmers markets, not that I'm looking to sell this to you guys, but just why I bought it and why I'm getting rid of it. Um, did a quick little trip to Costco last night with some stuff I haven't used in a while. Some of it I took back. Some of it I had for uh, for for longer than anticipated. Some of them they just couldn't find the receipt on, which sort of sucked. But end of the day, it's easy peasy. I'll hang on to it. So I probably have a Bluetooth speaker for sale. Uh, if anyone, any of my onesies in my area are interested in a Bose Bluetooth speaker. Let me know. Oh my god! 
should I cut this short? I'm on, I'm on the fence of whether or not I should just keep going. Like I really don't feel tired, but as I'm talking, just a yawn will come on that you can't suppressing a yawn affects your speech way more than just letting the yawn out. So anyways, putting some items up for sale, getting some text messages, doing online selling like marketplace, uh, and Kijiji. I should probably put some shit on Kijiji too, just because I guess I'll give it a few days, see if it sells on Facebook marketplace, but not everybody is using Facebook marketplace yet. So, you know, you still have the odd person that'll reach out ugh, on Kijiji, which is a type of Craigslist. I don't know if we really have Craigslist in, uh, in Ottawa or Canada, I should say, but, uh, yeah. So, um, did that this weekend. Let's put it this way. Uh, this is the episode that's like the first episode back from Vegas. So I've been back from Vegas for a week today and something I found out early morning, Wednesday, right? Like we got back way late Tuesday night. So early morning, Wednesday got back. And, uh, as I told you guys in the last episode that I haven't recorded yet, my, my mom was coughing the last few days in Vegas and it really just seemed to her like it was because of the smoke. But we got home, we tested, and uh, and she had COVID. So I shared a room with her and sat next to her at a few different shows and shared, you know, the seat next to her and it played several times. And uh, she tested positive for COVID. I tested nothing. Um, I did have a bit of a like a sinus headache when I came back, but at the same time too, I changed climates. Um, I had a go 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 week, so I was just exhausted. So I test I tested every day for three, four days and, uh, nothing negative every time, uh, mom is doing better. Um, she's a little worn out, whatever, but she's had her vaccines and she's, you know, recuperating. I check in on her, but, um, yeah, she's, uh, she's doing okay. She got the fucking Corona. I think it was her first time with coronavirus. Uh, my dad still doesn't have it. So that's uh, an interesting thing, but, um, yeah, it was next to her several, several times for several lengths of time never got Corona. Um, but I have had it once or twice before. Um, but yeah, so the week started off real late. I, uh, I just unpacked my stuff yesterday. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I just, I came back. I, uh, I got offered some gigs, uh, while in Vegas, um, not gigs in Vegas, of course, but while I was visiting, I was getting emails and texts about doing gigs. So, um, today I am driving to Toronto to pick up the assets for one of the gigs. Um, so it's kind of cool. My, my, we, like I said, I, I mean, there's something I'd love to tell you guys about. It would literally fill a lot of the time and, you know, I just ramble on about how stupid and unprepared for life I am, but, um, it's just not my thing to talk about just yet. I want to make sure that I'm not, uh, excuse me, stepping on any toes. Um, so yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I got the offer these gigs. I'm driving to Toronto. I'm doing a gig this weekend. Talk about what's coming up, um, for founders. It's like a, like a mixed drink company. So like, they've got like, you know, bourbon smashes and gin smashes and vodka mules and things like that. And so I am driving to Toronto to pick up all the, uh, display stuff and the, uh, the assets themselves. And then I'm going to be at the cottage show at the EY center this weekend. So, um, you know, to my regular listeners, I stopped in Shannonville at the reserve on my way, uh, to Toronto and picked up some, some stuff. Um, you know, a few of my listeners will know what's there. Um, that was, uh, that was interesting. It's always fun to learn and see new products that are out and everything in the fun world of cannabis. 
But um, I got to pop into Absolute Comedy last night, actually, and see uh, a little bit of the show. Steve Maison was hosting in a great documentary some years back called Dying to Do Letterman, where he found that he had cancer and then uh, was working on just, you know, trying to get an act out there so that Letterman's people would see it and approve it and he'd be able to do uh, Letterman. And the whole documentary is about him finding out about his cancer diagnosis and then trying to do Letterman before, you know, the uh, timely would happen. But uh, Steve is in remission, cancer-free, and, uh, and and hosting up a storm in Absolute Comedy, uh, Ottawa, Toronto. Uh, and he's headlining next week. So the, the, the week that this comes out, you can see Steve Maison host this week or headline next. Very nice, very, very nice man. Uh, very great comic. Uh, and Dana Alexander is the one hosting this week. Dana is uh, originally from Edmonton. Uh, and then she moved to the UK for a few years uh, for some time. And now she's back home in Canada. But she's headlining at Absolute Comedy. Uh, I got to go in and see that show last night. It was at the Pro-Am show. And I got to see uh, Mike Beattie on stage. Great comic. Has a comedy now special. Mike's fucking hilarious. Uh, Greg Stringer, another great comic. Uh, Kyle Mesdag, another good comic. And uh, David Brennan, all of these guys last night on the show were all pros. All of them paid to do stand-up, been doing it a while. Great stand-up acts. And uh, for no reason uh, were any of them amateurs or should be considered amateurs on last night's show. So I got to see a good show. And at the same time, I got a call from J.D. Bauer. J.D. Bauer Botanicals sells the soap in Redlands, California. I am his only Canadian distributor. Uh, and by that, I mean, I buy a box of it every month and it sells out pretty quick, but, uh, chatted with JD about some, uh, some soaps that he and I are collaborating on and some new stuff. Got, got things sent. He's even said to me, a few people have reached out to him, said they're in Canada and he's like, I'm going to point them in your direction so that we can get them, uh, get them their soaps. But, um, yeah, what a great dude, great conversation, easy for an hour to just fly by on the phone with that guy. Um, and hopefully I'll have some new, uh, you know, soap collaborations that I can interest you guys in. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what are we at? One eleven. God damn it. I've barely been speaking. I've been watching, um, watched, what do you call it? Uh, the love is blind show. Personal. I've been watching that reality TV. This season is really, I mean, again, for anyone who doesn't watch reality TV, I totally get it show the the concept of the show is is it's it's not interesting it's just the 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 treatment for the show is you got a bunch of people a bunch of guys on one side a bunch of women on the other and uh you know they they go into these pods they can't see each other they just talk to each other and after like a week you know some of them propose to others and if they propose they get to meet each other then they start living together they meet each other's families and then they go to the altar and they're going to get married. Do, do they say I do or not? Blah, blah. Reality TV show bullshit. And um, one of the things I was telling Crystal that I just, I find offense. I do find the show interesting. It's dramatic and, and trash TV. But one of the things I do find interesting about it is uh, they keep referring to, well, you know, in this experiment, they keep calling it the experiment. Whereas I'm like, now there's three seasons of it. You know, people going into it now have a strategy for it. Theoretically, you've seen what it is, seen how it works. You know, um, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of, you know, this, this experiment, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of science to it. It's like, you know, is, can you fall in love? Is love truly blind? Like it's a scientific study, but I mean, they've proven season after season as there's so many, you get to spend so much time with somebody that, you know, 
there's lots of chances to jump ship and sure you can fall in love with you can you can find yourself very attracted to someone's voice but in terms of like loving someone through these walls oh yes love is blind i love them and even when i saw them i still love them and whatever this particular season is such uh a travesty of like uh, uh superficiality is that a word um where it's like, oh, I love you and I want to marry you. A lot of the times I find too, like now that people know how the show works, um, you know, in the first season, who knows if they were told or not, but effectively, you know, somebody could just be at that point where it's like, oh, if I don't find someone to say yes to for a proposal, I don't get to be on the show anymore. So I'm going to try to convince someone to propose to me and I'm going to try to, and I'm going to say yes to the person who proposed to me whether I like them or not, because I can still leave them at the altar, right? In terms of strategically, I can still leave them at the altar, but I'll get extra weeks of, of television appearance. And of course, with these new shows like uh, Perfect Match, you could even be someone who doesn't, you know, make it all the way to the end. And you're still, you know, going to be on TV. You're still going to be famous. You could still end up on one of the other shows after the fact. So. Um, it, it isn't a, a quote unquote, in my opinion, experiment. Yes, I know. Thank you. We're, we're building up the speed, buddy. Uh, sorry. You got a guy pulling right way up my ass behind me and he's mad that I'm not going 140 like he was. Sorry. 130, only 30 kilometers over the speed limit. Enjoy your ticket. I'll be watching for it on ways when I see the police and you pulled over. Um, yeah, now, now what's your hurry? Hang out in my blind spot. Ah, whatever. Um, so yeah, the, uh, we've been watching love is blind and this particular season we have, uh, we had a couple that this, they're so in love. And then as soon as the chick sees the guy, she's not interested in them. And then they go to have their honeymoon, uh, phase in like, uh, Mexico or something. And she's like, yes, I really appreciate it. If you don't touch me and, uh, re- respecting that, you know, it's going to take time for our love to, 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 to manifest in a physical way. And blah, blah. And it's like this. And, and then meanwhile, this chick at these little group events, which is, again, they know what they're doing. They're creating these environments where, you know, um, uh, what is it? They create this environment where they're, they're people who are dating other people and things like that. They can rekindle something now because now it's just a matter of like, oh, look, you get to look at each other. And then you see people flirting with each other that had a connection, but didn't say yes to the proposal or whatever. And now it's all, ah, it's just, it's some of it's really gross, but this season, uh, you got, you got people breaking up on the, the honeymoon thing and then, then meeting up with the other person that they wanted. So now it's like, Oh, now a new element of the show is you don't have to like, you know, well, that's the dinner you put in front of you on the table. You got to eat it. You get nothing. It's like, no, now it's like, Oh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't get along with that person. So I'm going to break up with you and see if the other person come back and they do. Uh, and the same thing, like these other people were doing nice breaks up with the dude because one of the guys who was interested in this chick didn't even propose or whatever. It was just like, oh, I liked her too. The show brings him back to some party. Uh, he shows up, gets drunk, is completely obnoxious. And the other guy's decent. Well, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm running my mouth with reality TV shows here, guys. I'm filling, filling time like a motherfucker. Anyways, shows up, he's drunk, he's obnoxious. The other guy's a good dude. Uh, and she ends up like not showing up for her dress fitting. And goes to a like a coffee shop to meet up with this other guy who is obnoxious. And he gets her flowers. She's like, oh, you're so sweet. You brought me flowers. Oh, my God. 
It's like, oh, the most basic of moves? How did he ever think of that? If you Googled what to do on a first date, that wouldn't have come out. Anyway, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Love is Blind. I haven't even finished it, but it's... Um, it was interesting to see people like, you know, stuck in this thing. You committed. Let's see if you say yes to the altar. And now it's just, ah, you don't even have to, you don't even have to try with the person you said yes to. You can just dump them and we'll bring that other person back for you. And you try with them. We don't care. We're trying to make television here. People love drama. If you could tear someone's heart out of their chest on camera for us, that would be hilarious. Um, and good television. So yeah, I watched some of that. I don't know. I don't know. I started watching the Resident Evil movies. I don't know what spawned that. Um, I put them on. They're stupid. <laughs> Nothing to them. Zombie movies that get progressively more B-movie-esque. Where like, you know, when you're watching a scene in a movie and the fact that they're standing in front of a green screen is so painfully obvious. I got to like the fourth one of six. Six of these fucking things they made. It's like Sharknado. Um, but... Uh, yeah, the, like I got to the fourth one and the first scenes, it's like it's like like the whole movie is taking place in front of a green screen and it looks bad. And I'm like, OK, I think I'm out. I don't know why I expected them to get better over time. I thought they would, you know, people keep giving them money. Why wouldn't they keep trying harder? But uh, I did that. I did a lot of cleaning, guys, uh, slowly unpacking. Like I said, cleaning, putting shit up for sale, I sold some more of my whiskey from my whiskey collection. Um, I think I'm just getting, getting like amped up for some, some stuff's going on. Like I talked to my buddy, Ryan, my, my, uh, my co-pilot, um, I'm the co-pilot to him being the pilot, but, uh, for the, for the hometown hockey thing, it was nice chat with Ryan. I believe I will see him briefly today. Um, cause I'll be in the Oakville area. So I'm looking forward to seeing my buddy. Sorry if you could hear me touching the mic, adjusting it. It felt like it was up in my beard. And so if my beard's rubbing this thing while I'm talking, you guys are just going to get scratches and shit. So hopefully that's not the case. But uh, yeah, um, I got this cottage thing coming up this weekend. It's it's really cool because with what's going on, I'm going to need a lot of income. Um, you know, some of you reach out to me on, a, on an individual basis. I can talk about it there, but just for putting something out to the world right now, that's still very stressful. I uh, I just... It's also hard too, because like, you know, telling anybody close or whatever, like everyone just immediately like wants to help. And then we're inundated with calls and messages and things. And it's just, it's just a lot. There's no break from it. So I don't know. Um, I'm glad to have the work on my plate. There's, um, like I said, today I'm driving to Toronto. I drive back today. Haven't yawned in a minute. It's just just enough yawning to to hurt the the podcast in the beginning, but uh, yeah, I've got a, another gig coming up next weekend. Uh, I'm doing a like a one nighter for for Absolute out of town. Um, I'm still headlining Absolute Comedy May 23rd through 28th. Um, so looking forward to that. I've also got a, a gig doing a grand opening in uh, Port Elgin in May. So. Lots of fun stuff coming up, like lots of work on the horizon, more traveling, more driving, all that stuff. Um, I'm just enjoying, I guess I'm looking forward to being busy. I'm starting up on OptiFast again this week. So the the weight program that I was doing, guys, I um, I have been battling a little bit of depression. Um, I find myself like the last you know few days uh, really just sleeping in a lot trying to grab naps in the afternoon, eating poorly. 
Um, and so uh, I'm, I'm happy to go back. I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I got back to 295 pounds when I got as low as 260. Now, I went back to food in November um, and I've since been to Vegas twice, Mexico once, and the Christmas holidays. So a lot of like all inclusives and indulgences. Um, and then still not, it's not even, I can't even say like, it was just those things. Plus, you know, eating right here. I'm like, I've been doing nothing. So, um, I'm going to do it again. I'm not going to cheat. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to maintaining this time. So I'm still down from original, but I'm only like 20 pounds down in my opinion. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing it, doing it right. And, um, and reporting good results. So I'll add that to, uh, to the updates on the podcast and the things that are going on there. Um, played little games, chatted with the internet family. Um, really it's a lot of like, like I said, guys, I mean, my days are full and have been busy and, uh, and I'd love to chat with you guys. Hey, if you want to know what it is, send emails to contact at one man podcast.com and, uh, and let me know, you know, Hey, what, what is going on? Josh, talk to me, you know, Hey, do you guys watch any shitty reality TV shows? Do you, uh, you know, do you have that kind of stuff? Do you, do you have, what are your guilty pleasures? I've always wanted to know guys and don't text them to me. Send me an email so I can share them with everybody else. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be home. I'm glad to not have another trip on the horizon. Uh, cause I find I end up putting all my spare money into the trip, saving for that instead of like, you know, getting myself in a better financial position. Um, but I am, uh, I am feeling a big itch to do stand up comedy. I, uh, I did have a phone call the other night, my buddy, Paul Verzi, who, um, if you're a comedy fan, Verzi's doing great. He's the guy who, who up until the last few years was like opening for Bill Burr all the time. The only thing is that Verzi's such an awesome headliner now. He's got so much going on with him. I saw a trailer the other day. He's going to be at Pete Davidson's new show. Um, Verzi also has a special on Netflix. He has a special on, I believe it's, no, it's Comedy Central. First one special is, uh, I'll say this, on Comedy Central streaming. And, uh, his special on Netflix, Nocturnal Admissions is on there as well. Uh, doing great. So Verzi's killing it. He's at a different club in the U S every single weekend, headlining, working on tons of stuff. I'm, I'm super, super, super happy for him. Super proud of him. Um, he apparently got a voicemail or, or something telling him to call me about a gig in Atlanta. And I'm like, yeah, wish I had word on, on gigs anywhere in the States, let alone Atlanta. But it did get us chatting and I was saying like, Hey man, if you want to come up here and do a theater, like, it'd be great to, to get an idea of like what kind of theaters and shit like that, you know? And he's like, yeah, dude, I'd love to do like a 400, 500 seat theater. And, uh, you know, and he was saying like, I have you come and open up for me. So, um, that's one that's really important to me, guys. I really actually do need the feedback on that. So like, if any of you guys would be interested in seeing Paul Verzi, uh, at a venue in Ottawa, um, the only way to get him here is, is, is a theater and it would really help to stir up some interest for Paul to book it. If, you know, uh, he knew there was some people that were interested in coming to see the show. And like I said, yours truly would be opening for him doing a good 2025 20, off the top. So, uh, contact at one man podcast, please send me an email and let me know if, if seeing Paul here in Ottawa is something that you would like. Um, cause we're trying to bring him here, uh, you know, he, he loves Ottawa, but of course at his level, uh, he's a little too big for the clubs now. And we got to make this thing, uh, we got to make it worthwhile for him to come here. So for a guy to travel and, you know, do a show in a town, 
you know, he's not doing thousands of seat theaters, but a, but a four or 500 seat where he can make his money back and, and come visit. That'd be great. Be nice to, to see my buddy. It'd be nice to see all of you too. And uh, for those of you who haven't seen him, a great opportunity for you to see a guy who, uh, who's a great comic and an, an even better human being. Uh, and that's saying a lot. So contact at one man podcast. Let me know if you'd be interested in seeing Paul Verzi performing at one of the venues in Ottawa. And, uh, and that's something too in the near future. I'll be, uh, I'll be, be, you know, getting a hold of some venues to see if that's something that, uh, that we could book. He was saying something, you know, in the July timeframe. So if that helps you guys at all, but you know, it'll all be subject to availability and whatnot. And, uh, and we can go from there. So yeah, Paul Verzi, uh, selling stuff on marketplace. You guys have any strategies for marketplace or Kijiji or Craigslist? Like, what do you guys do? to, to, you know, sell items. Do you have a strategy that you use when you're posting things? For me, it's like I said, nice pictures. Um, when I sell something that like comes in a box, I try to do a a picture with sort of a simple picture just to catch the eye, but then I do another picture that has all the accessories staged so they can see everything's with it. Try to take a picture forward back, anything that they would be interested in seeing, but at at a staged level, you know, looking really nice. Um, I also, one of my strategies is I always, market usually 10 to 20% higher than I, than I absolutely, you know, that I want for it because, you know, a lot of times people are going to haggle you down and if they save a little bit and I'll still get what I want, then I'm good with that. But every now and again, you get somebody who just buys it for what you're asking for it and you make a little more than you wanted to. That's, uh, that's not a bad thing. So if you guys have any strategies, I was thinking when Crystal was like looking for stuff, I'm like, well, there's like a lot of like little coffee tables and stuff. I'm like, maybe we should do just a yard sale. So we get a bunch of eyes on it. Maybe people want it, but I was like, you know what? Yard sales, people always haggle you way down. You drag it all out and then you got to either drag it all the way back in or you just throw the trash. And, and I know people who are like, oh, I'll, I'll like look at something. And if it's still there during the day, you know, I'll just wait. It's clearly no one else wanted it. Nine times out of 10, they'll just throw it out and I'll get it for free. Um, part of me would almost want to destroy if I was going to throw it away, I'd want to destroy it just to avoid it. Like, you know, there's like bakeries and stuff like that where, you know, like, hey, if I come back at the end of the day, are these half price or, you know, are you are you giving any way for free? And they're all like their policy is just no. And the reason being is they know they'd have a bunch of fucking squirrels and seagulls waiting. And I mean, human versions of these, of course, I'm like people, squirrels and seagulls. Well, of course they would. But human versions that like, yeah, I'm not buying it. Why would I buy it at three in the afternoon when I can wait two more hours and you know, get it for free, got all this. So like just the policy is to never give it away for free because, you know, then people are forced to pay for you to reduce it, but you're never going to be just giving away the product and that for that way you're not creating your own competition. So part of me is almost like if you go the yard sale route, you know, first off, you're going to get less because you put it online and you can wait for the right buyer. If it's on the, the street, you want to take less to avoid carrying it back in and people are fuckers. So I don't know. I don't know if your yard sale is a, a good strategy, but like, if I did do that and I was going to just leave the shit outside, I think, uh, I think I would let people know like, Hey, by the way, at the end of the day, I'll be destroying this and leaving it in the garbage. Not, uh, I won't be, uh, won't be just leaving it out here for someone to come and take it free. I ain't creating my own competition. Sad, sad that it's got to come to that, but is what it is. Um, all right. What am I plugging? I, I don't want to just talk for the sake of talking, even though that seems like most of these podcasts, but I think we're a little over the 30 minute mark. I think I've given an episode 
Um, and then when I can talk about what's going on, I'll give you guys way more. Um, it was nice to, uh, I did play uh, some video games with my buddy Chris, uh, frequent co-host of the podcast, a good friend. He's a landscaping gentleman. And, uh, and now that it's becoming nicer weather, uh, Chris uh, is going back to work. So it's kind of cool that every now and again, I can just reach out to Chris and be like, hey, you're home, co-host an episode with me or let's play some video games. And now uh, he's going back to work. So we played some Overcooked, shot the shit. And funny enough, I never even brought up this thing uh, with him. And then I called him today to ask him some questions about it. And I said, did I mention it yesterday? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, we were only hanging out for two hours. Never thought to mention that. But the, the escape was successful in that I didn't uh, have those stressors on my mind. I was able to just sort of play some games with my buddy. But um, I had a fun week, an unproductive week. I watched The Office. I probably watched like five seasons of The Office, just having it on in the background, cleaning and organizing and putting shit away. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the worst is like my, my diet was not healthy. Um, I fasted for most of the day yesterday and right as I was about to go to sleep with like nothing in my stomach being like, Oh, I only ate a frozen pizza all day. Uh, we ended up, Chris was like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, Oh, it's late. But I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten anything. My stomach growling. So I ended up ordering uh, burgers and fries on one of the apps there. So wasn't ideal, but I did just have a burger, a small, thin frozen pizza and some fries all day. So I think, I think I probably was a calorie deficit yesterday, but not by much. So real task starts today, guys. All I had today was, uh, was a McDonald's meal, uh, because I got a per diem for driving. I'm going to ask them if I can put that per diem towards my gas instead, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Magical guys, magical world of driving for money. It's actually uh, a very decent paying gig. I can't complain for a lazy fuck to just sit here and drive. That's a, it's a good gig. So uh, plug-in. What am I plug-in? Plug-in bringing Verzi. Looking to bring Paul Verzi in the summertime. So send me an email. Contact at womenpodcast.com. Let me know if you want that. Um, I will be headlining Absolute Comedy in May, May 23rd through 28th. That's Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. So go to absolutecomedy.ca to get tickets for that. And, uh, or, or call 613-233-8000 for tickets. Um, I am working on some material. Uh, it's not like I'm sitting in the lab with a pen and a pad all day, but I am working on some new bits, uh, doing some spots, uh, just in an attempt to sharpen myself up for that week because, uh, the host that week is Matt Davis, a good buddy of mine and a very, very, very funny comedian. So I'm really looking forward to, uh, to working with him and I want to be sharp so that it's not a obvious contrast of which one of us, uh, works harder at their craft. So I'll be doing that. That's a plug too. And of course, uh, yours truly will be representing Founders Spirits this weekend at the, uh, I believe it's the Cottage Life Show. It's at the EY Center in Ottawa, Ernst & Young Center. Um, but I will be there solo manning a booth. So hey, if you're in the area and you're checking out some other stuff, uh, come say hi. And uh, you can sample some of the stuff that uh, I'm doing. Um, yeah, that's uh, I think that's it to plug, guys. Uh, coming up this week, like I said, just that Cottage Show. Uh, looking forward to it. I will have some more gigs in the future, which are kind of fun. Again, waiting for finalized details. Looks like I'll be back in Toronto next weekend, um, to do some stuff. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't have a ton of details. I'm going to be doing some sort of like, uh, viral video flat, like cash, cash mob. They're calling it not a flash mob, but a cash mob 
for something with some opportunities for people to win some free money. So be sure to stay tuned for that. You might, you know, I might be able to get you guys in on the DL to win some free shit. Who knows? But always, you know, check out one man podcast that will let you guys know what is going on. Um, appreciate you guys spending your time with me. I'm sorry it was a little shorter episode, but um, I'm going to try to record the Vegas episode, which will definitely be a longer one. So you'll, you know, these these two will drop the same day, and one should be long, and the other one should be short. Well, the other one is short, but uh, appreciate you guys being here with me. You know, spending your time, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Mm-hmm.